Well, hey, this podcast is recorded in a house with lots of animals, and you will probably hear them in the background, whether we want them to make those noises or not. The other thing to say is that while this podcast is typically flagged explicit, it's mostly around the use of language because we're not shy about dropping F-bombs. It's true. That much being said, welcome to Productivity Alchemy, episode 20. 20. 20. It's interesting to look back at what is roughly 22 weeks, because we had the two weeks off for uh, Finland. Yes. And see how great the response has been to this podcast to get the feedback from people. And since today is a letters show, we're going to get some of that feedback in a little bit. Before we get to that, though... I have to apologize for being an ass. Straight up, I made a comment early on in my interview with Vicky Sue about my European mouth not being able to make certain sounds, and that was wrong of me. That was pretty much uh, offensive and borderline racist. And so I would like to say I am better than that, and I'm going to do my best not to behave that way in the future. And I'd like to thank Crimson for writing in and calling me on my bullshit. Because I should be called on my bullshit. And if there's one person I can count on, it's Crimson. He's very good at calling me on my bullshit. Yeah, but whenever I start calling him on his, he mutes me. Yeah, but that's okay. (laughs) We all have our blinds. We all have our moments, yeah. So with all of that being said, again, my apologies to anyone out there who might have been offended by that offhand comment many apologies to Vicky Shu for my insensitivity and being an ass big public apologies all around and again I'm going to try to be better than that and not do anything like that again in the future because that's just unacceptable to myself and to you the listeners so now that that's out of the way let's move to some happier things oh god you're about to ask me if I did the wombat Well, I'm not going to get there first. What I am going to say is I've had a reasonably productive week. I finally got off my butt and scheduled the Scrum Master certification training I've been meaning to schedule or been trying to find a time window where I could actually take the course of for like six months. And this is a big thing around my future career goals. And also probably the most useful training I could take right now. Sure, I could go get the PMP certifications, which is a lot of really, really, really boring stuff that the more I work in a modern IT organization, the I'm not going to say the less important it is, but the less applicable it is to the sorts of things I'm trying to manage. I don't need to know many of the, I'm going to say finer points of estimating specific kinds of risk around specific kinds of projects that I'm never going to necessarily do. More importantly, a lot of the methodology taught in the modern PMP certification has absolutely nothing to do with Agile. And if you're in an IT organization these days and you're not doing Agile, then you're probably a little behind the times Getting my Scrum Master certification is something that I can actually take back to my office, that I can work with 
the teams internal to my group that are I'm not going to say implementing Agile, but trying to be more Agile and are trying to change how we work as we move towards, I'm going to say one of those buzzwords now, towards a DevOps kind of situation versus uh, I work for a traditional IT operations. And so there's a lot of ticket comes in, ticket gets done kind of thing. And that can be very short-sighted. And so we're transitioning. We really are. And... Sorry about the long pause, but I needed to collect my thought around how this is something that we need internally and a skill I can take other places in the long term. So I got off my butt and did it. And then we're paying for a corporate account at Linux Academy. So I'm able to pick up some classes for free on the company that help me maybe some refresher course or, or maybe pick up some new technical skill, which is really cool. And I've been really happy with, with some of the learning I've been able to pick up on things that I didn't expect to find a course on. I'm doing some time with PowerShell, which traditionally a Windows tool, it's been ported to Linux. And so I'm seeing how that'll work for me based on actually learning how to use it outside of, oh, look, there's this button called PowerShell on my Windows machine. And then this weekend, we've got WindyCon. This coming weekend, yes. This coming weekend, we have WindyCon. That is the weekend of November 10th, 2017. For those of you who aren't listening on the 9th or 10th. With that, I have some panels to moderate. I have a business meeting to attend for the Dorsai. So I got a whole bunch of prep work that's on my list this week that I'm trying to plow through as we get closer and closer to that, that point. You know, the getting on the airplane Friday and going to Chicago. You're making a face. It's the getting on the airplane Friday. My God, tomorrow's Thursday. Yeah. But it's a short flight. No, the, the, the length of the flight does not distress me at all. <laughs> I have flown to Johannesburg. Yes, well, I was there too. Yes, the, the length of the flight is of no concern. <laughs> it's the, I have to prep all the shit because I have to take stuff for the art show and I haven't quite finished bagging them all up yet and uh, the the it's 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 just the I have to get ready to go somewhere and do a thing that is not laying around the house in my bathrobe and or in this case your Hello Kitty lounge pants and your bird shirt one of your bird shirts yes I noticed the crow uh, is the crows have one have stolen the beads from somewhere on the thing and are carrying them in their mouths. Yes. That is pretty awesome considering that's the only bird doing anything like that on there. Yes. But you know I have a corvid problem. Yes. So. Uh <clears throat> anyway. Yeah. I Whoops. would love to say I had been productive this week with NaNoWriMo. I have not. Um I have not made the 1,600 words a day you have to make to get 50,000 words done, which was fine. I was not really planning on holding myself to that brutal a limit. It is a brutal limit. Uh, the Mostly, however, checking Wonderlist. Checking Wonderlist. I see that I have averaged um, since about Sunday. <laughs> like, I was doing great all, all week. I was doing, you know, 1,400 words, 1,000 words. That's pretty good, yeah. And then I hit Sunday, and it was all, like, 600 words, 550 words, 550 words today. Uh -huh. 
Uh, today, 300 words, but I also wrote a proposal, which was 600 words. And Murr, who is, in fact, the voice of NaNoWriMo this she week. She is. She is running the NaNoWriMo Twitter account to encourage people. This is our friend Murr Lafferty. Uh, said that the proposal 600 words totally counted towards my NaNoWriMo. Uh, I think it does, yeah. National novel finishing month. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm running... I'm hitting the point in this particular story where... I have gotten all of the bits that my brain immediately came up with sort of out of my head oh, and it's it's about 27,000 uh, 27, words which is an amazing amount to have just poured out in like three weeks it is pretty good yeah uh, for me but uh, it means that now it's a grind <laughs> there are people who will tell you that you have to keep going when it is not fun anymore and all of that these people may be entirely correct for them. What's going to happen to me is I am going to shove it in a drawer for a little bit. It may be a couple weeks. It may be years. I don't know. But we're getting to the point where I'm like, I don't know what to say next. I'll go work on something else. Um, and that's fine. And the system works for me. Mm-hmm. So do not listen to people who say things like, uh, you know, you have to sit down and do the not fun part, even if it's totally not fun. Because there are many things in life that are not fun, and you have to do the not fun part. But just because it's not fun doesn't mean it's something you need to be doing. This is the sort of the corollary. Our Protestant work ethic is such that if it makes us miserable, we assume it's good for us. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you're just hitting yourself with a hammer for no reason. Uh, This is not to say you shouldn't push through on some projects when you're at the, the grim gritty part, but for other projects... Shove that shit in a drawer for a little while and let it soak and come back when you're excited again. I, I like to, to think of that as, as time to let it percolate. Mm-hmm. Put it in the back of your mind, let things roll through your subconscious, and you can chew on it as sort of a background process. I'm using air quotes for that, which you can't see, but she can. And the problem is I hate giving this advice because it runs so counter to the whole, you know, this is a real job and you must you must work hard. It, it is a real job and you do need to work hard, but you know you. And if you're perfectly capable of working on stuff later and you just need to let this shit sit for a while, let it sit. I'm not going to tell anybody on you. Uh, Side effect, if you're under contract to deliver this thing with a work deadline. Work like a dog. Contra, yeah, deadlines are different than this is something I'm working on with a proposal for for later. Yes. For example, I need to start working on my horror novel, which is probably the next project that I'm pulling up to start throwing words at. Yes, and, you have uh, a deadline on that I one. I have a deadline. Mid-February, that shit needs to be done. Yep. So I need to yes. figure out what my heroine is doing in the in the kingdom of the horror. Yes, boy, that's a loaded V O O R. Okay, good. It's good. it's yeah. Yeah. So, I tried something new this week, and I know you were charged to try something new this week, my wombat test subject. I was charged. Well, you were kind of given a solution, uh, uh, something to try. Oh, right. You're making looks, yeah. Well, the pro it was remember the milk. It was remember the milk. There was a slight snag. Tell me about the slight snag. I already have a Remember the Milk account. Okay. I couldn't remember the Remember the Milk account. <laughs> so I got the Remember the Milk app, and I downloaded it, and I was all like, okay, I'll do this. And then what actually happened is I wound up spending 45 minutes trying to remember my login, <laughs> and then getting all of the things, Then and then I was like requesting stuff, 
and it and it sort of corresponded to that bit where the internet went down because you were changing everything up. Because we got the new access points that have made life actually better. Yes, so. yes, I, I'm not saying it's your fault. I'm, I'm, and then by the end of it, I was like, I could keep trying to remember my password, or I could play Assassin's Creed. <laughs> and Assassin's Creed Origins is a very shiny game. Oh, it is. So, um, I have it now. I finally got all of my logins. Okay. And uh, I, I, so I, I got that far. Good. Um, Good. Okay. So, so progress has been made, and that's that's, has, that's what we're looking has for. Has been made. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh. So yeah. yeah. And they're welcome to. Remember the milk screen now has like big headed weebly characters on it. It does. And that's kind of annoying me. I'm um, stuck with the cow. The oh right the cow I thought the cow was still there. Well, the cow is the icon, but right. instead of having humans tell you to do things, they should have had a charming cow telling you. Ah, okay. Because the loading screen on the web is a milk carton with legs going right here. Let me show you. Is uh, it loaded on this one? I I don't know. Yes. Do uh, do 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 do. Remember the milk. Let it log in. Whoop! Oh, it ran. It just it sprinted across. When it's a slow load, it's it's there's a milk of stick legs that walks its way across the thing. Not like um, Milk and Cheese, the comic, that was absolutely More like bright. Let's All Go to the Lobby. Yeah, more like Let's All Go to the Lobby. Yes. Yes. If you didn't get that reference, um, keep oh. it to yourself. Please. <laughs> but... We already feel old. <laughs> but you're... Oh, here he is. He's in the corner. Oh, yes, there's a cute little milk carton. See, that's the person who should... Like, I, an anthropomorphic milk carton telling me about the new features, I would have been fine with that. Yeah, and this is the web app, not the not the mobile app. I actually haven't looked at the mobile app. The mobile app has like big headed generic humans telling you to do things, and I'm like, screw you, bring back the milk carton. I'm kind of with you on that one. Or the cow. The or the cow. cow. Would have been or the fine. cow. Yeah. It the cow mm-hmm. could have shot productivity tips out of its udders. That's a vision I didn't need. <laughs> well, now you have it. Now I have it, and I regret some things. <laughs> So something you I did. You knew what you were in for when you married me. No, I. Well, by the time I was marrying you, yes, I knew what I was in for. When we started dating, no, I did not know what I was in for. I. No one warned me. I. I <laughs> warned you. I gave you like disclaimers. I told you. You just didn't believe me. Give me credit. I warned the hell out of you. You did. You did try. Yeah. No one believed me. I believe you now. <laughs> Last week, though, because I'm always trying new and different things, Yes, I decided I was going to try a different task manager a little bit that would interface into Habitica, because that's where I like to keep my stuff. I love Habitica. I love a lot of the, the features about it. The program is called Task Warrior, and it is almost completely command line driven, so you would hate it. Yes. It has mobile apps, and you can set up your own sync service, or there's a, a some people who run a free sync service. But Is there a little animation of the warrior chopping apart the task with his sword? No, there's not. That I am completely... I, I figured that you were... Someone could write it. It is a completely open source project. It has an open standard for how to interface with the tasks. So there's a lot of good in there from an open source standpoint. What I ran into was on the 
quote-unquote bad side is that, uh, for starters, if you are not a command line person or a DIY person, this may be a little too steep a learning curve. I mean, on the command line, it's easy. You type task space, add space, and then the task, and it adds it to the list. Then you say task space do, and the number, the index number, because task list, it shows you the task, and then you the index number, and suddenly you, it's marked done. Great. Awesome. Everything you want out of a standalone thing. When we start to get into the I want to sync it with a server part of it, it becomes a open up the config file and copy down these settings into the config file specifically and get the URL right. If you want to add or if you want it to talk to Habitica, then it's, okay, you need to go download these extra scripts and put them in this particular directory and configure them this other way. So it becomes much steeper. This is like, go to the quarry, chip out your stone tablet to chisel your to-do list into. But you don't have to make your hammer or your chisel. Oh, well. This is this is much more... It, Efficiency! <laughs> That's agile! <laughs> That's actually... No. What would Agile be? Agile would be... Okay. Go around and someone on the team has a hammer? No. Agile would be... We're going to set up a... a, We're going to break down the tasks and we're going to figure out if if we can... Who needs to do which task over the next course of the next two weeks, which is the average size of a sprint. And then we'll break that up and everybody will go off and start to do their bit, emphasizing our inner communication face-to-face versus sending emails and things like that, and looking for lowest time to a deliverable product. So if I can use the hammer without the chisel to bash that slab out of the wall, that may actually be more efficient than trying to... to carve out a perfect square. I can trim the square later. Maybe that's in the next sprint. We would call that technical debt. But the rest of us could be standing around waiting for you to build a hammer. Or the rest of us, there's always the idea that, yes, you may be waiting for us to build a hammer. Or... And meanwhile, I've perfected chisels, and I'm like, and then just when you need the chisel, I'm like, no, wait, I can upgrade the chisel to adamantium. Ah, no, 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 we could consider that. We would say that is technical debt, and that would go into the next sprint. You have, but then I'd talk you around and say, no, you don't understand. This is the opposite of technical debt. My adamantium chisel will not need to be replaced for a thousand years. Doesn't matter. And I'll, I'll show you pictures of Wolverine. We need the chisel now to do this job, so we consider that if the chisel breaks when we're done with this job, that's fine. You could actually go start making another chisel. We can be using the chisel you've made to do other things while you improve the chisel over there. Well, you make a new and improved chisel. Parallel work streams. My chisel genius. But the idea I'll is. I'll show you. I'll show you all. The idea here is that we have something that is here and now... Oh god, I just realized we're going to have a villain superhero origin story in the future that is not They Laughed at Me at the Academy, it's They Laughed at Me in the Agile Work Group. 
it's not quite like that. It's going to be. Maybe. It's going to be. They they said it wasn't efficient, but who's laughing now? And then there's just robots everywhere. But the, the whole idea would be, no, it's we have something that works now, and if you've got a more efficient way, go go build the more efficient way while we use what we have to get to the next step. And then the next time we need a chisel, we'll have a better chisel. But right now, we need this chisel now and can't wait another two weeks for you to finish a new chisel. Yeah, you're explaining that to me, but I'm really emotionally involved about the chisels. That's why I'm going to build a super robotic chisel that'll no, that's, kill you all. That's fine. You can go build a super robotic chisel. It doesn't impact our work stream until our chisel breaks. And then we're like, no, we need your super robotic chisel now. Oh, look who's come crawling back. You told me you didn't need my robotic chisel, but now... I think you're kind of missing the whole point of the work streams and the, the sprint cycle here. I don't work in groups. You really don't work well in groups. <laughs> it's, it's a thing. It's a I, thing. Look, we are a, a species designed to work in groups okay we are to a large we are a, extent yes a communal species we yes, are, we are. A, a you know we we are great apes but the ook, ook. what in in every society there are individuals who don't work well in groups because they're terribly antisocial you know, horrible people who want to shoot everyone. Those are bad people. And then there's people who don't work well in groups because they just hate other people. Not you, Internet. I love I'm, you. It's it's not that you... I'm you, okay with Kevin, too. You necessarily hate other people. It's that random people... Working with other people. There's, there's a lot of you don't play nice with others when it comes to, to working with other people. I've... <laughs> Notice it took a little time to get you to gel in terms of working with other people with the rest of the group in D&D. Yes, but I'm going to say one thing. Okay. Part of the reason that... The, I don't even know if it was I gelled with the rest of the group so much as the rest of the group <laughs> accommodated my ass. This is also a, 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 a potential... Okay, we've, we have a drive a force of nature involved here so we're going to work around it because or we're going to we're going to try to go with the flow instead of fight it constantly upstream yes and mm -hmm. and i was never so proud as the day when i could not make this session and you all like converted someone exactly the way i would have it was it was like it like it was it was beautiful, man. You handed them pamphlets. It was just anyway. Task Warrior is awesome if you're a programmer and you I want, want something. Task Paladin, turn task. We'll talk. Okay. It's great if you need something that maybe has batteries included and you don't mind adding on things yourself. It may not be good if you just want a, a turnkey with sync to my phone and all this. It isn't really designed around some of the ease of use features we see with other tools like OneNote or Habitica, Habitica or Remember the Milk or even reminders on your iPhone. So that is our talk about that. Next time we'll talk more about Remember the Milk. Uh, we'll try. Bear in mind, we are going to be at a con for a large stretch of this. This is true.
And then the Tuesday we get back, I have to, like, take my stepmother to the airport and I think get blood drawn. Wow, you're going to have an exciting Tuesday. And then, like, or maybe that's Wednesday, but then Saturday I'm going deer hunting. Yes, you are. I should really get a hunting license. I'm pretty sure they want you to have that before you start Yes, this is important. Yes. You should, if you can see about that tomorrow, you should see about that tomorrow. I can do it online. You can do it online? Yes. Then you should see about it as soon as we're done recording. But I have Assassin's Creed Origins already open. But you could apply for your hunting license. It'll all, it can't take more than 15 minutes. Yes, mother. That's what I'm here I'll for. I'll wear a sweater and won't go home with any strange boys. You already went home with one strange boy. Now you can't get rid of him. <laughs> yeah. He, he, <laughs> I don't really have much desire to go home with any of the others. So we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we'll have your letters. And I'm excited about this. Are you excited about this? Sure. That was... No, I'm so fucking excited. <laughs> I am excited. You know why I'm excited? Why? Because I'm going to get more wine. Okay, go get more wine. I'll go get some letters ready. And you folks, listen to this. We'll be back in a minute. And we are back. Did you get wine? I got wine and discussed how, with my friend Sigrid on Twitter, how what we really want is a Narnia movie set in the, the like, the Kalermean Wars, where Susan has smuggled Browning back from our world, <laughs> and uh, Lucy is and uh, Erevis run off together, and, uh, and it's... Uh, Okay, then. So, uh, basically, when Narnia falls out of copyright, call me, people. Hire me. I will write that. Also, if any of you happen to be in control of the Wonder Twins property, give me the Wonder Twins. No one is using it. I will break hearts. I fed the cats so that they would not annoy us during this part of the recording. It's not a guarantee, but it's worth a try. And basically, we've, we fundamentally summed up our relationship in, uh, in, in like 30 yeah, seconds. 30 yeah. seconds, yeah. So I've got letters. <laughs> yes. Letters. Our first letter this week is from Alyssa. Alyssa is commenting, I know what it is to have a fraught relationship with NPR. Because remember we talked about not oh. being able to listen to NPR yeah. anymore. My mom, I wrote to you about her computer woes once. I remember that letter. Works at home all day and listens to NPR the entire time and is simultaneously the most informed and saddest person I know. Mm. Yeah. She's much better at forecasting political disaster than any pollster. The election did not catch her by surprise at all. Just one of her many accurate predictions. I'll spare you her latest predictions. No one should have to bear so much weight of foreknowing. Ah, Cassandra. Yeah. She told me this weekend that she was going to give up NPR, but it didn't last. You know, I'm pretty much the same way. I can't seem to quit NPR as much as I'd like to. Hold that thought. So, where was I? Uh, You'd like to quit NPR, but you just can't quit them? Yeah, I'd like to quit NPR. I just can't quit 
I love the game shows on the weekends too much. I love the snark on things like Prairie Home Companion too much. And I'm really, really, really appreciating Chris Thaley. On Prairie Home Companion? Home Companion, yes. Which is an interesting thing. You know, this has nothing to do with productivity, but having to take over for someone as iconic as Garrison Keillor, that is a crap job, and he did the smart thing, which is he did not attempt to be Garrison Keillor. Absolutely. Absolutely. He, he went completely his own way. He's like, I am a good musician, not a weird down-home humorist, so I will do music bits. And It's what he does. Yeah, yeah, and he does it very well. Anyway, back to the letter. Yeah. I came downstairs yesterday to find her gripping her chest because she thought the coverage of Trump and Manafort's Ukrainian shenanigans was giving her a heart attack. You remember that back in... No, there's been so many shenanigans, I can't keep up anymore. When was this from? This was uh, the week of October 10th. Oh, yeah, that was was a month ago. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) I'm not any better, really. Every time I've tried to sleep since Trump's calm before the storm comments, I've just ended up thinking about nuclear war. Well, you're not the only one. The great computer hunt of 2017 continues. Mom's computer stopped letting her update the OS a while ago, and she hasn't been able to update Safari, and over for over a year now, she can no longer access her email, so some sort of computer purchase has to be made. These are all very important things. She's considering another Mac Mini, even though she hated the previous one on the basis that at least she won't have to learn anything new. Better the devil you know sometimes. This really is true. That kept me upgrading Painter for a long time. It's when they kept changing the devil I knew that I was like, maybe I'll just learn to draw in Photoshop. <laughs> yes. And in the long run, I think you've been much happier with Photoshop and the new... You were really not looking forward to Creative Cloud, and I think you said you actually kind of appreciated Creative Cloud versus the old I buy it and it's the same over and over again. Uh, I have no idea what... I, I was probably drunk. I, it was a fit of madness. No, like it was that I really appreciated the new Photoshop. It was really good, mm-hmm. and I was angry at how good it was. Yeah, that that. Yeah, I was that, like, "Oh, fuck you!" And your live display of fonts and your oh, it's just so good. Anyway, I will of course support whatever decisions he makes. I'm just worried that she'll have problems with not being able to send galleries emails they can open or with uploading their files to their websites. Uh, yes. Uh, do you know my mother? She has the exact same problem. She does. She does. So, first off, uh, Ursula and I were discussing this just the other day. I'm stressed out for work. I'm stressed out because of politics. I've had to increase the dosage of my medicines. Tell the internet what they are. So, yeah, we're actually increasing the dosage on my antidepressant again from 100 milligrams a day of Zoloft to 150 milligrams a day. I, I, I only say... Mm-hmm. Tell the internet what it is because uh, you, the internet, have occasionally shown up and said, "Thank you for talking about this." Right. So yes, Kevin actually, is on Zoloft. I'm on uh, Prestique now. Actually, Prestique, yeah. I had my insurance would not cover uh, switching off the generic effectser, which did not work for me. Yes, and uh, the Prestique is amazing. I am mm-hmm. so. Like I weathered a significant, terrible family crisis with. Well, calm. calm, that's about the... I don't know if grace is appropriate, but calm is right up there. There's some grace. The... 
the, I didn't kill anyone. That, that's like yeah. grace. The side note about that is she and I were talking about how my I was having to increase my dosage to deal with stresses and things like that, and how we know many people who are either starting on anti-anxiety or antidepressants this year because it really has been... Or upping their meds. Or yeah. upping their meds, yeah. Because it really has been a tough year, especially on, if you're paying attention to politics. No, the ambient stress is enormous. Like, I went in to, to get my physical, actually. I didn't have to up mine, because there's only one effective dose of Pritistique, basically. It's a... it's a um, Either it does or it doesn't, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, one of those... It's actually a metabolite of Effexor, so basically it's just the super Effexor after your body should finish processing it. Let us just shoot this directly into your cortex. Right, right. Um, They don't shoot it directly into my cortex. Mm -hmm. uh, but I was like... She was like, have you been, you know thoughts of hurting stress and i'm like well the world's on fire she's like i know and i'm like so how let me guess you've heard that one before she's like 17 times a day yeah because that's how many patients she sees <clears throat> so the thing is if it's stressing you out and you can't seem to disconnect you are not alone yeah if there's a reason we keep that as the tagline on the hidden almanac, the hidden almanac yeah so we all, you know, don't worry about it. We're right there with you. Um, in terms of still having problems not being able to send galleries emails they can open or uploading files to their websites, mm -hmm. a lot can be done by with the new OS and making sure that the... Just checking some configuration settings because... If the, your mail program is sending mail they can't open, there's something wrong with how the mail program's set up. And it might be worth talking to a local geek about, okay, so why, you know, you know, have her send someone you know an email and see if it fails miserably in the same or new and spectacular ways. Uh, troubleshooting one's parents' computers, possibly the most fun a child can have there's... short of going through their house after they die. And Sorry, that got dark. That's kind of why I have the sweatshirt, the, the hoodie that I like to wear to family events that says, no, I will not fix your computer. Yes. Because it's, I'm not the only one, you're not the only one, it's it's come up. Uh, thank you, Alyssa, for, for following up, and... Good luck. Good luck, yes. Um, uh, Silvercat writes in to say, uh, back from, uh, again, Dylan's episode... Uh, so glad I'm not the only adhd -er who has money disappear. I screwed up my rent the last two months from paying other bills because my rent is the only check I write, and it hadn't cleared yet. That used to be a huge problem for me when um, I was uh, writing checks for everything. Uh, and not that long ago, you know, and, and I would be like, wait, has the... I would, like, call the phone bank... Every uh, day going, wait, did the rent clear? And I would hear the the balance and be like, okay, that's a balance, but did the rent clear? And occasionally <laughs> this would end with me getting off the phone bank and bursting into hysterical sobbing. So, right, uh, right. yeah, that's, that's, uh, I, I have been there. Um, I would still be there, in fact, except that uh, basically all of my bills come out automatically from my account, except the rent is the only check I write, and I write that to Kevin. Yeah. So. Really, it's more like, it's not 
so much rent as her share of the bills because I call it the rent check, but yes, right. it's the the mm-hmm. my half of our our shared operating expenses. Oh, also with respect to ADHD, uh, also from Silvercat, isn't that Lydian? I don't remember. I maybe. Okay, anyway, uh, Silvercat, uh, with respect to ADHD, not everybody... I was talking about getting the hyperfocus mm. um, back in episode 16, and this is... Uh, no, apparently not everybody is like that. It weirds me out to, I miss hyperfocus. So... Man, uh, yeah, that is one thing that... Um, yeah, our, mm-hmm. you know, you get the thing, you get going, and it's four hours later. Yeah. And yeah. that... That is honestly one thing where that has suffered a bit under the anti-anxiety mm-hmm. meds I take. Yeah. Uh, I. It's a fair trade for me, but the there were there were those glory days when I would be working on a painting, and for an hour I would be like, not only was I hyper focused, I was good. I could not put <laughs> a stroke wrong. It was like. Like the muse had come down and and put her hand on my brush, and I was like, "This is awesome." And then it would be three hours later. Uh, the problem is, if you wait for moments like like if I could bottle that shit, I could kill a bunch of artists because all the, they would mainline that and drop dead at the easel. Uh, it would see that was the problem is there were reports coming out of some of the tech communities that in order to stay awake and gain that hyper focus that they were microdosing LSD. Yeah. So you wouldn't hit the hallucinations, but you would get the some of the other side effects of it. And I'm like, that just sounds like a bad idea, a just generally bad idea. I know people who have microdosed LSD for uh, severe migraines. I can see that, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and you know, hey, knock yourself out. Uh, it's, we it's, do not endorse the use of illegal drugs, just saying. But if you have severe migraines, I can certainly see why you would be driven to all kinds of criminal acts to fix them. Indeed. Uh, but uh, <laughs> the thing is... Face the microphone. Uh, sorry, oh, yeah, I was <laughs> staring out the window. Um, <laughs> as glorious... As those moments of, you know, being muse-touched are, 99% of the work gets done the rest of the time. Yeah. It's... it's I mean, it's glorious what happens, I'm not going to lie. But, you know, probably so is shooting heroin. So, or... Don't shoot heroin, kids. I, yeah, yeah. The point <laughs> is that it's glorious, but that doesn't mean that, like, it's a good thing necessarily to chase. You you still gotta get the work done when it's not happening. Yes. Next topic. Yes. From Unicorn Duke. But God, I was cool when it happened. Not shooting heroin. I've never done that. I don't like needles. Um, Please don't write in to tell us how we can do heroin without needles. I don't want to know these don't things. Don't really want to know. Uh... Hey, Kevin and Ursula. I'm writing in to say that you mentioned OneNote ages ago, and I tried it out. It is honestly incredible how well it fits. Yay! I use the free version that is on Windows 10 and is also on my phone. So that's going to be probably equivalent to what you have on the iPad and the Mac. Except that it will actually be able to use some of the features that... The, not on the, not necessarily on the free version. No. That comes with... with the... 
apparently they can still use like templates. Oh, and okay, yeah, bummer. My biggest issue for years was that physical planners do not work for me. Hey, you're not alone on that one. I always have my phone, but don't often have a bag to carry a planner. Fair enough. I work in agriculture, my truck is my office, and physical paper gets lost, thrown out, or dropped in a pile, and never used again. Yeah, the phone number of the guy from the county I'm supposed to be calling about the electricity hookup, we've been playing phone tag for a bit, is uh, is in the back of the truck right now. Yeah. I keep my work and personal stuff on two different accounts and phones, which is a nice separation. You know, if I could, I would. I moved all of my stuff from the various random programs and websites they were stored on. I was the one who tweeted you about my seed collection being in OneNote. High five! Yes. I also moved my recipes, farm ideas, to-do lists, things I want to try and cook, bake, job search info, and my current online courses I'm taking into OneNote. They were in a mix of Pinterest, Word Docs, Evernote, Google Drive, Dropbox, and Gmail. See, that's... That, that's how I am. Yeah, yep. I'm thrilled OneNote mm-hmm. worked for you. Yep. Uh, I would say it's similar to a bullet journal how I use it, except I tried the bullet journal but never got to the point of even writing anything down. Yes. Preach it. Yep. Uh, it was too complicated for me, and I would probably lose it. Fair. So, yeah, OneNote comes with me everywhere, and it's simple, easy to use, and makes sense for how I organize things. I love all the podcasts. You both are so much fun to listen to. Oh, when I've got hours of driving to do for work, it's helped so much, and it's great. Yay! You know, I'm glad this works worked out for you. And again, it's this is one of those finding the tool that works for you and being able to maintain it versus finding just grabbing a tool and bending your workflow around it. I, I anticipate long, grim hours when I cannot garden of putting my seed catalog into <laughs> OneNote, which I wish I had done earlier because I grew a peanut the other day. Uh, and oh my God! It's it, you grew not just one bunches peanut, of peanuts. bunches of peanuts. Yes, yes. Uh, when when roasted, we might have at least two handfuls. Yes, and uh, the maybe a handful. Uh, the and someone's like, "What are they?" And I'm like, "I'm pretty sure those are the African runner peanuts," but I had no way to look it up, and I was digging around looking for seed packets. So the uh, oh, I see. So uh, once I can no longer garden, which is tonight actually because it's freezing, um, I'm <laughs> yeah. It starts now. When I start to get the gardening itch, which happens right around eh, late November, late December, mm-hmm. I will transfer my seed collection notes to OneNote probably because that I still think it would be very good for. And the nice thing about it is, if it's on your phone, you can really you can take a picture right there and embed it right mm-hmm. in the page. <clears throat> yep. So, no, I'm really glad that that is working for you, and, you know, I'm flattered that you like our stuff and that we're able to help. I'm thrilled we were able to help somebody. So, um, Alea Wolf writes in to say, hi, thanks so much, Kevin, for starting this podcast, which has been something of a gateway drug for me, thinking about productivity and trying to dream up a way to make myself do the things consistently. Do all the things! Yep. Also, thank you for KUEC and the Hidden Almanac. I love both, and they've both helped me through some bad moments, particularly during the story arc with the fathers and the inedible potted orange. <laughs> so that was so last glad. year's story arc. I yeah. had a lot of fun with that one. Yes. Having a lot of fun with this year's story arc, too. <laughs> you have to wear so many ads. You're the chicken and the car salesman. I'm not the chicken. And... I'm the car salesman, zombie, oh, and the turkey. And the turkey, yes. They're not the of the chicken. Yeah. Anyways, I have a question for probably mostly Ursula, since she probably kind of maybe has adult ADHD, which I've been diagnosed with for two years now. I 
as I've said, uh, this is not an official diagnosis. This isn't everyone else in the family has it. My mother is convinced I have it. But if I go find out, then I have another pre-existing condition. Denial is not just a river in Egypt. I've held off on admitting <laughs> I have sleep apnea for years, and it's still working for me. Mm. i got to start wearing this breather. It strips again. You do. I've also struggled with panic disorder, depression, severe seasonal depression, so I'm only just piecing my life together now. I used to write, draw almost const- consist- constantly. constantly in elementary, high school, uh, elementary through high school, and after leaving, just couldn't write anymore at all unless for a class, and that's left me not feeling like myself anymore. So, knowing you both have talked about mental health issues before, I wondered if you'd have any advice for getting back that habit of producing words, stories, art, and how to create consistency when struggling with really bad focus aiming issues. Thank you so much again, and also thanks for tweeting all the photos of Strong Independent Chicken, Hound Ernie, and the various beasties of the clouder. <laughs> so Strong Independent Chicken is almost done with her molt, so photos will be forthcoming, plus I'll have the coop done soon. So Yes. So it, that's yeah. the chicken update for the week. Uh, Getting that focus back, that's a hard one. It, it is, and I... I don't always know the answer because, for example, uh, you may note I'm not painting at the moment. Like, I never produce any paintings, hardly ever. Part of that is because I have to paint for a living. You do. For, my, for the, the kids' books. So I produce a great deal of art. I just don't do it for fun anymore because doing the thing for fun that you do for work is... Which is not a problem I have for writing. Interestingly no. enough, but uh, well, the stories are going to come, like it or not. Yeah, and there are people who are who will make art, you know, and have to be drawing all the time. I admire that greatly. God love them. Uh, yes, I, I could not not write um, if someone said if you draw another thing, you, the aliens will come down and strike you dead. I'd be like, well, that really sucks. Darn. Yeah. Uh, but if it was writing, I'd be like, ha, just do it now. Uh, so, <laughs> um, so that said, you know, obviously, but depression, depression stops you from a lot of things. It really uh, does. I started sketching again, which I hadn't done for quite a while doing it for fun when I went back on antidepressants for the first time and when I went back on them about two years ago. Yeah. And uh, I'm not doing that as much these days as I probably should because, you know, I, the world, and also because hamsters. But And let's face it, 2017 is a tough year for pulling yourself back together after having a major depressive episode. If I had been coming out of my last breakdown or my breakdown yeah yeah in the middle of this this particular series of unfortunate good one oh it was a good one yeah if if i but if i'd been coming out of it in the middle of this particular series of 11 months of unfortunate events yes i probably i i can see having a it being sort of an uphill battle Sort of an uphill battle. Mm. Coming out of depression is an uphill battle anyway. This is climbing a sheer cliff with your teeth. So, I think the big thing to think about is, one, don't try to rush things. Yeah, it's, it's you don't mm-hmm. have to produce a novel tomorrow. Exactly. Uh, before, I mean, one of the, the Habitica thing I have for writing 
like the do art one I had to get rid of because I wasn't doing it enough. Um, I had to stop making that uh, a thing that showed up as a daily because right. I wasn't doing it. Um, I have one that says write three sentences. And I can usually manage to write three sentences. Yes. And the thing is, they may not be great sentences, but by God, I can at least write three goddamn sentences. And you could have write one sentence if you want. Right. It's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, just a, a write before, write before you go to bed, write a sentence. You may hate writing that sentence. You may be like, this is a shit sentence, but at least it is a sentence that you will never have to write again. That's fair. And that's, uh, and sometimes you'll be thrilled and write a thousand sentences, you know, knock yourself out. But, Mm -hmm. uh, but thing everything is written one sentence at a time so everything's written one word at a time well that too but words are hard uh single words are a lot harder to express meaning yeah yeah, yeah. so it's can you i mean this again may not work for you but try just before you go to bed or whatever you have the whatever i will write a sentence and then you know at the end of the week you may have seven sentences but seven sentences, you know, is 70 words. 70 maybe, words, yeah. Maybe 100 words. Yeah. And uh, that's a short story in a year. Yeah, and cut. sometimes you'll get inspired and you'll be like, wait, I know, because I know what comes after this sentence, it's easier to write the next one. So give it a try. You don't have to produce a novel tomorrow. I mean, if you're doing NaNoWriMo, uh you might have to produce a novel this month, but that's sort of self-inflicted. Uh, <laughs> but yes, yeah, that's all I got. Uh, yeah. And if it's for drawing, it could be, you know, draw something, no matter how small you could draw a smiley face. And that fulfills that one. One thing that I find found Excuse helpful me. for sketching the sketching I was doing, mm-hmm. I was all doing on my iPad. Yes. Uh, someday we'll have to talk about the fact that I cannot keep a traditional sketchbook to save my life, <sighs> which infuriates me because artists always have these look upon my sketchbook and you're like, yeah, that's amazing. And it's always from people who are like, I must draw. I draw constantly. Drawing is how I express myself. And, and I love those people. Those people are my friends. They are awesome. I don't have to keep a sketchbook. Like I haven't kept a sketchbook in years. But so all the drawing I was doing was with my stylus on like Procreate or even in paper when I 52's paper. When yeah, I was yeah, using yeah. It. And I would draw like a shitty cartoon chicken. And your shitty cartoon chickens are pretty cute. I tend to keep the ones you draw in post it notes and stick them like in a folder of. But anyway, Aww. I digress. <laughs> I, I know for a while you had the one of the the, the one letter I left you. I still with, have it because with the snails. Yeah, I still have it. I just had to move it to some place where the cat wasn't constantly trying to sh- shred it off the wall. Yes, I because he's an asshole, and we've discussed that. Yeah, yeah. I I'd come out to visit him during a lengthy training thing. You were gone for like what six weeks? Three weeks. Three weeks, and I left a goodbye note, and but I couldn't just leave it there, so it was like chickens saying goodbye and then i started drawing snails in the grass and then there was a snail serial killer with a knife and yeah it was it was yeah because yeah, it's me but maybe pull out the ipad or a f- iphone or whatever you've got and draw a crappy cartoon chicken before you go to bed and see where that gets you sure in reference to episode 17 Alyssa writes in 
to say that R.A. Salvatore named that scimitar Twinkle before he was an author. Back when he was just the guy who got stuck with selling the latest campaign to Wiz for Wizards of the Coast. The Icewind Dale books were all written first, that's why they're not very good, but then Ursula probably already knows this. I I know they were all written first. Uh, I, I read them as they came out. Yeah. Uh, no, that's not entirely true. I read, I, I got Icewind Dale and Streams of Silver because they were out, <laughs> and then I had to wait on the Halfling's Gem until it came out, and that right. is how old I am. Yeah. And I still remember that the Ice Dragon's name was Icing Death. That, well, yeah. God help me, I've wasted my life. <laughs> uh, Think about all the things, though, that, that having read other people's works and in some cases forming opinions of them, how that has served you as sort of the, laying the groundwork for other things you're doing, or they, they could be your influences now. Even when something is, is spite-written, like the thing with the Paladin that's going to come out in about a month, you have to say the Bioware games, Neverwinter Nights, was a big influence on, on you and pushed you into making that book. So, so obviously I need to spite write a dark elf. Book. No, first I spite write the Dragonlance book. Yes. What do I have to say about Raceland? Let's not start there. Let's. We don't have time for that. I have. Um, I loved Raceland. Yeah, so did I. But because um, we were young and God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have. Um, we have two letters actually left, and then we're actually caught up for once. I'm sorry, I'm still thinking about what I think about race. Okay, you sit there for a minute, and I'm going to talk about... Um, oh, hey, uh, Maggie, who is not the Maggie you're thinking of, I'm pretty sure. Uh, the Maggie I'm thinking of is our buddy uh, Maggie Hogarth, MCA Hogarth, who right. is another author and self-publisher. Yep. Um, you should definitely do a bit about uh, mnemonic techniques. I still remember bits of trivia from linguistics classes five years ago because I made up good ones. Uh, E.g., I put all the Alevar consonants together into the words donut sizzler, and that phrase still randomly pops into my mind in totally unrelated moments. You know, that's actually not a bad idea. The thing is... I don't use any mnemonic I don't use either, yeah. I'm just trying to get rid of the shit that's already in my brain. So, I'm going to have to find somebody who actually uses those and interview them. Yes. Um, to, to be able to cover it. I think it's... If it's one of those techniques that if it works for you, it works really well. And if it doesn't work for you, then it doesn't work for you. The only one I remember is like my very excellent mother served us pizza really the best I have is Roy G. Biv so that's the only one I can remember like off the top of my head the, my very excellent mother one is the order of the planets from the sun Mercury, I Venus, Earth, Mars don't need if you ask me the order of the planets from the sun I know them by heart alright what are they Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Asteroids Jupiter, Saturn Neptune, Uranus, and then the plan the dual planetoids, Pluto and Charon, plus there's apparently something else out there that we haven't quite identified yet. What? I can't check. I don't know. If he's <laughs> wrong, tell us, Internet. I might have gotten Uranus and Neptune backwards. I yeah. used to do that a lot. But... No, it's it's Uranus comes first, then Neptune. Because it's my very excellent mother served us nine pizzas. And see there, I used the mnemonic device to remember. 
Right on. Good one. So. I used to know the one that lets you do Kingdom Order class, but now I can't remember that one either. Yeah. So. So, yeah, okay. Uh, if I would love to talk to somebody about using mnemonic devices or developing mnemonic devices. I don't know anyone. Uh, but I'll start looking as I'm looking at the next round or of you interviews. Know you know anyone, which is also that's very that's also very possible. Yeah. And yeah, as I'm looking at my next round of interviews, because I've got one more in the backlog from the weekend we did the digger thing, which will be on next week, and then I'm starting. So I'm starting to get together the next group of people and s sign up the next sets of interviews. All right, last letter from Silvercat. I ran a party in Habitica until I managed to convince somebody to take over. I tried to do challenges regularly. I did a lot of self-care challenges like something good that happened today or compliment somebody. All right. I tend to keep a lot of tasks and dailies grayed out because I want to do them but can't manage. I probably should remove some of them again, but I don't have very many. You know, it's... That's okay. Sometimes it is good to have those things on the list as sort of wish list items. I need to do a major prune on my mm -hmm. items because I have stuff that's like doesn't need to be there or but well, the thing is uh, I also break my habitica tasks down into things that are somewhat idiosyncratic like <laughs> No, uh, you idiosyncratic? Make the garden better big. Make the garden better small. Small is I pulled a weed, big is I pulled 50 weeds, or I got a load right. of mulch. The other thing you can do, and this goes back to David Allen's getting things done, is you could tag things. Things that don't have a due date, because you can you can put labels on multi and multiple labels on your tasks in Habitica. So you could have a label that was basically someday. You know you can't accomplish it now. It's something you want to accomplish in your long term. So you put it on the someday tag, and then you just don't show that tag. That's an option. It's sort of like I have some things tagged work and tagged home. And if I want to see just the things that are from home, I can see that. Or if I want to see the things that are home and work, I can filter. So that's there's an option there. So that you don't lose track of these things, which are the big goals, but... You don't necessarily have to look at them every day and feel bad. Another thing is if you've got a gray task or something that you've got that you really want to do but haven't been able to, maybe it's time to look at breaking it down into smaller pieces so that you can start building towards accomplishing that bigger goal. That's sort of what you do with the gardening. That's certainly something that we look at a lot when we talk about our, our plannings and our sprints at work where we have this big goal that's due in two months, how do we break it apart so that it's not just this big, overwhelming, monolithic thing, but what are the little tasks that we need to be doing every week or every two weeks to get to that big goal? When it's something personal, it's a lot harder to sit down and be that analytic because you look and you go, I really want to do this, but I don't have time, and it's really big and these are all the excuses I make for myself uh, honestly you if, know? if my father had not been super excited about teaching me to deer hunt I would probably still be I would be like that is a thing I would like to learn to do someday yep. but having another mm -hmm. person who is very excited to do it helps yep. and uh, our buddy Murr actually said something to me very sweet a couple weeks ago she, we were in the parking lot of Bass Pro <laughs> yes. and uh, she was like I really admire the fact that this is a thing you want to do and you're doing it. And I'm like, okay. 
<laughs> and she's like, no, I mean, I would just think this is a thing I'd like to do. And then I would get distracted. And I'm like, oh, okay. okay. And part of it was I, I broke it down. It, I think I said thank you. Um, I, I broke it down <laughs> into manageable tasks. Yeah. And uh, part of it, of course, is that the manageable tasks are made easier by the fact that my father is like, oh, my God, we're going to do the thing. Yeah. Uh, he's really he's really excited. Yeah, it's... it's uh, oh, dear God, I've got to potentially skin and, and prepare a deer in another week. Week, yes. Yes! All right, I, I hope you enjoy it. I hope you're looking forward to it. Um going to yeah. need a whole bunch of knives I don't have. Well, you better get them before Saturday. A week from Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll go out to dinner or something with them when we get back, I'm sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, we'll go to dinner at Bass Pro. <laughs> it's... it's and, and I was touched that, you know, she, she said that, but the... There was... Now, part of that is also so that I don't completely write myself out, which, you know, yeah, the way women are socialized, we tend to do that. If there is a thing I wish to do, I tend to just do it. Uh, see, also, I bought Unity and a couple of things. And oh, you did break down and buy Unity? Yes. Okay. And made simple sprite animations of a sheep and things like that. Cool. Uh... Where was I when you were doing this? Probably on the couch. Okay. I was yeah, but uh, yeah. but I got sidetracked as Assassin's Creed Origins. Um, yeah, that's that's a place to get sidetracked. Yes, uh, which I do not feel particularly guilty about because, damn it, life is hard and it's but I have been feeling an itch to make a game, and then the game I wanted did not exist, which is why I went, broke down and bought the Unity engine, and then discovered it was like wall-to-wall code. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, motherfucker, so much code. <laughs> and uh, I'm like watching tutorials in bed. You were hearing the tutorials. I was hearing the tutorials. I, I didn't realize that you had, had bought and paid for a Unity engine license and all the other stuff. No, that Unity engine it. license for me is free. Oh, okay. Because I'm, uh, I am part of a company making less than $100,000 a year. Oh, true. Yeah. Yeah. Red Wombat Studio is is not selling a hundred thousand dollars worth of games. No, no, it's not. So, uh, yeah, and I would love to make a game with that. I would love to do a lot of things, but I keep coming back to wanting to make a game, just so that my only game credit on earth is not big air fucking wakeboarding. It's not a glamorous life sometimes being a a. Easily distracted creative. Person. I was going to say a professional game designer. I'm not a professional game designer, though. I was when you for were briefly, yes, yes. And I, you want to talk about a bad office? That was the place where the the one programmer, whenever I was, I was the only one in the office. Whenever I walked in the room, he'd shout, "I smell yeast." Yeah, that's like a firing offense now. Yeah, yeah, it should have been then too. Yeah, that's fair. But anyway, uh, it was one of the situations where I was so excited to be making games that I uh, I put up with a lot of shit I shouldn't. Putting up with the sticky maxims on the back of the toilet was maybe more than I should have put up with. Yeah, anyway. Yes. Also, my then-boyfriend husband was working there, and he was thrilled. So, you know. 
that's the way these things work out. So, are you staring at the birds on my chest? Yeah. Okay, because you've been staring at my chest for half this interview, and well, I mean, just, I'm flattered when you stare at my chest. But it's just that you know the quail, and I'm not sure what kind of hawk that is, but I know I, it's like it's got that eye, and I'm trying to place it. And look what you've done to me because that's I'm, a blue beak. That's a I think yeah, that's a goldfish. Yeah. Do you see what she's done to me? But I mean, you that's know, that's a wren. Yeah, crow, crow with roadrunner. Red, yeah. So the and I'm also <laughs> trying to, to to roll back to tie it all together to oh, say. Oh yeah, sorry. Did we need a segue? No, what I was going to say is that if you've got those big tasks that are on the someday list and you don't want to do them anymore, fine, take them off the list. If there's something you still want to do, maybe it's time to reassess and see if there are a couple steps you can take to move them forward. If it's, I would like to make a game. That is a stupid goal out of the gate because that's too big. I need to sit mm-hmm. down and finish watching the Unity tutorial videos, right. for example. Would be a good first step. Yep. I wanted to travel internationally, and the first step in doing that all together is getting a passport. Now, I was a little slack, and I didn't start that process until we had decided we were going to London for LunCon. Yes. Yes. You were sitting there thinking, was it LunCon or was it Botswana? It was LunCon because we did that the year before Botswana. I was thinking Euroference. Which was the same year as LunCon. Because we did LunCon, and then the following weekend was oh, Berlin right, Euroference. Right, we yeah. there, yeah. yeah. And, um... Yeah, but for you, travel internationally, I think the first step was marry Ursula. <laughs> yeah, because you you were like, we're going these places. We're not going to grow old saying, I wish we went to. And so... And, it, which which yeah. ties back into the thing that I am a person who, if I wish to do the thing, let us do the right. thing. And, and it ties back into what... Taurus was saying last week that he doesn't necessarily buy things now. He buys experiences. If he's going to have something he wants to remember going to... He went to the secret police headquarters when he was in Hungary because he's, his family is all Hungarian. And as he's looking at the list of you know all the people who were processed by the secret police in Hungary at the time, there's a balog who was, would have been a relative of his. You know, that's the sort of experience I can't get by just going out and buying a TV no. or buying a, a fancy car. Though I love my car. Uh, we talked about that with the thing with Taurus last week too. But the whole idea is I want to experience things and have those memories and not constantly be wishing I had done or, or not done things. Well, okay, it's a lot easier to wish you had done things than not done things because... Or is that vice versa? It's Vice versa. Yeah. <clears throat> there I, are very few things I regret doing. There's a lot yes, of things I regret not, not doing. doing. Yeah, and so so if it's if it's something like that that's on your list, do it. That's the only advice I can say is you know what, clear the calendar, take the vacation time, do it because you will not regret it. If it's something more along the lines of I'd like to remodel the kitchen. Break that shit down into smaller steps. Yes. Because you can't just take a weekend and remodel a kitchen. There's a whole thing between, you know, the emotional leap of doing a thing and... No, the thing really has 800 tasks. Like, I can take the emotional leap that I can make a game and people will like it. Like, I can take 50 of those. I still have to finish watching the damn Unity tutorials. Right. Yeah. But... You know, the other thing is, you know, if you're going to remodel the kitchen, then you kind of have to set aside time and figure out a real plan because you don't want to live with a 
deconstructed kitchen for three weeks because you can't because you're you're trying to fit it in between things. My cousin, who's had trouble <laughs> scheduling someone to come in and do the the cabinets and stuff on her kitchen remodel, that is why this is at the top of his brain right now. Right, yeah, is um, you know, she's like I'm not letting this man leave my house until he has hit at least 90% done because this is insane. She's been doing this for a month. You know, it took them like a week to deconstruct and then it's been taking her a month to get the next step in, you know. If those of you at home who follow our D&D adventures, uh, his cousin is the the rogue in our party. Right. (laughs) But, you know, I retiled the bathroom in a weekend. We we retiled, retiled the bathroom. The bathroom. Yes. yes, we did, and we, we did. should have grouted that one thing. We should have, but be that as it may, if you know, look at it, assess it, see if it's something that is realistically you could go out and just do, or if it's something you need to break down into smaller tasks. And if it, you look at it and you go, I'd kind of like to do this, but honestly, I'm never going to get to it. Then maybe get it off the list, or. Put it somewhere where you can come back to it in another year or two and go, huh, you know, I really want to do that now. The thing is, uh, this probably does not apply to our buddy Lydian, who is, I believe, younger than we are by a fair bit. But I'm 40. I am starting to get to a point in my life where I can say, if I don't start trying to make a fucking game soon, it may not get done. Yeah, and... And I have written all of the... Mm. One, like, they're all, like... One of the ways that they suggest if uh, to know whether to finish a project, if you were hit by a bus tomorrow, what would be the project? You're like, shit, I didn't finish that. For a long time, it was Digger. Then I finished Digger. Yep. Um, or, or, no, that's not it. If you suddenly discovered you had three months to live, what, what book would you finish? What book would you write? And then for a while, it was Summer and Orcus. Yep. And then it was Clockwork Boys. Uh, I keep writing the book that I would write if I had three months to live, because right. sooner or later, I'm going to have three months to live, and I would prefer to be like, no, I'm good. I got three months. I'm going to go to Vegas. Or, <laughs> no, I'm not going to Vegas. What a shitty place to We're going to go to Bali to look at birds. Yes, I would totally go You're to You're going to take me to Bali to look at birds. I mean, yes. I understand that. Uh, I am getting to a point where I'm like, Either I start learning the damn Unity engine and learn to make my own damn game, even if it's just a weird little thing about a cheap, and I do it, or it may never get done. Yep. And that's and that may be the way to look at some of these someday tasks when you're when you're looking at them. We really gotta go to Bali. We do. After uh, I think we're our next big international trip is Nepal? Tibet. 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 I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, something we'll... like that. So yeah, we want to do this, and there's another. There's yeah. several friends who want to do this. Like I would not set up to just go to Tibet by myself. This is this is a a I our buddy Fox arranges these things, and I'm right. like I put myself in your hands. Right. Tell but, us where to be. But the side effect is we could go. Well, I don't know. It's going to be really expensive. It's going to be hard. We're going to have to sit on the border with uh, of China. And Tibet for like what is it a week to get our visas cleared? Yeah, uh, we and... don't sit on the board. We're actually going to tour tea plantations. But, but the, yeah. the the basic oh, idea. Oh, we're going to be sleeping in like uh, in huts in Tibet. By the way, she wants to get talk to the yak people. Yak. Of course she people. does. That's fine. Yes. That'd be that's an experience we will not never be able to repeat. It will be amazing. The point is, I could hem and haw and go. Oh, I really want to do this. And oh, I had the chance, but I really couldn't. And I really still want to do this. 
or I could just say, fuck it, let's go. Which is, I think when you said we could take an extra, when we were, when we were going to Botswana, you said we could take an extra day and see Victoria Falls and Livingston, but you're really short on time, on time off. And I was like, fuck it, we're going to be there. If I have to take an extra day unpaid because I'm seeing Victoria fucking falls, then I'll take a day extra. But when's the next time we're going to be right there? And I, I, yeah. I am of two minds because it would have been nice to take the extra actually week and see uh, the Kalahari. Oh, yeah. But on the other hand, we would have also gotten stuck in the mud flats and had to poop in buckets. And, you know, there... <laughs> so that might have been the, the, the luck of the Ursula coming into play. Yeah, but on the other hand, on the other hand, you know, we'll, we'll be doing... We're not going to do that same sort of a trip because of how getting into Tibet yes, costs in, in, yeah. in general. So we're Anyway, really, we, we've gotten far afield. Right, yeah, and we've, we've spent probably 15 minutes on this topic alone. So. Yeah. Do the thing that you will want, you will, you will regret not having done when you die. Write the book. Absolutely. Because you're going to die. Someday. That was a downer. I'm really sorry. It's okay. We're going to have the cheery music, and we'll be back after that. We're back. We're going to wrap everything up now. First off, thank you to Crimson for calling me on my shit earlier. Thank you to Alyssa, Silvercat, Unicorn Duke, Alan Wolf, and Maggie for writing in. We like getting your letters. I like getting your letters. I read every single one, and uh, the only like couple I have left in the haven't read on air queue are basically around... Please give us the link to the teacher's notebook, and I'm trying to find the tweet. Thomas, if you're listening, for God's sake, just send me the link. I've <laughs> lost the tweet, and everybody's asking for it. So there's that. Our code this week is stressed out because I've been we stressed out. We talked about that a lot. We talked about it a lot. You're stressed out. We're stressed out. Ursula, you're stressed out, right? Uh, well, probably not at the level the rest of us are. No, it's point. cool. My uh, my kid brother's out of the the medical thing. He's not he's not going to have seizures now, so he's so he's yeah. Good. So I am less stressed out because my mother's not calling me every ten minutes to tell me that the world is ending. Yep. But this week's code stressed out all in caps. I want to thank everybody for listening. Remind you that you can listen to us on Kevin and Ursula Eat Cheap. Maybe not this week because we'll be at Windy. We'll be at WindyCon. If you are coming to IndyCon, come find us, say hello, Kevin will give you the exciting I Met Kevin badge. The I Met Kevin badge code, yes, on a official Productivity Alchemy business card, since I printed up a crap ton of them, and they go quick. I was really surprised. I was Remind me to bring business cards, because I never remember to bring business cards. Yes, ma'am. I will do that. If only we had some kind of program we could write reminders in. Are you going to put it in your wonder list? <laughs> it's right there on your iPad. That would be work. All right, fine, I'll do it. <laughs> Jesus. 
So you can listen to us on Kevin and Ursley Eat Cheap in probably a fresh episode in about two weeks. You can find us at WindyCon in Chicago this weekend. We'll both be on panels, and I believe Ursula has a signing on Saturday. And you can always run into us in the halls or something like that and say hi, ask for your I Met Kevin badge, and I will gladly, gladly give it to you. You can also hear our short fiction podcast, The Hidden Almanac, if at hiddenalmanac.com. If you want to go back and listen to the entire thing, it should be available on the website. Not so much on iTunes. I don't think they let you go back that far. There are over 500 episodes at five minutes each. How did we do that? We did it one episode at a time, three yes. times a week. So Stuff piles up. It does. And on that note, just have a good week out there and stay productive. Cat. <laughs>